everybody what's up guys beer sports back again sean and brad uh special guest anton is here we're gonna have some uh just fun conversations we've been kind of talking already before we get going so uh today should be a good fun ride fellas how are you today good man thanks for having me Excited yeah anton I'm, I'm excited to talk to you there buddy anton manson uh it's so funny when i when i heard your you played for the queue before and you had a brother and your last name was manson i was like oh my gosh no, that's so close to the Hanson brothers. I was like, <laughs> do they fight? And, and and then when I'm looking at your stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> I, have th- I have a third brother, too. So I saw that. Is yeah. he how, how much younger is he? He's three years younger than me. Wow. Wow. Have you guys heard that Hanson brother comparison before? Never. It's the first time. Really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 that's one of the two. That's Oh, your lighting is crazy. What is it? Brown? Josh Allen. Oh, Josh Allen. Oh, Bill, that's my squad. That's my squad. squad Yeah, that's my squad. But it looks orange. It does. It looks like a Browns. Yeah, it looks like a Browns jersey. It's 17 in the Browns. You know, Sean has a Cleveland Browns uh, fetish also. Hey, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. When they were both losers, okay, nobody minded. Nobody minded that at all. You have two teams? I don't like that. Listen, listen, it's because I got married and, you know. No. <laughs> and you and I are already fast friends. I appreciate yeah, no. We are. We are just, that's easy. <laughs> Man. So the first time I met Anton was actually uh, in the forces here just recently, actually, I believe, like a year ago. Year two, yeah. And, yeah. And uh, he, the first time I actually talked to you was when we were doing that game. You guys were playing uh, for Christmas. Friendly inter squad against the uh, HMCS Toronto. They split uh, the ship yeah. in two and, and played. And I pretended to be the coach, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because I didn't do any coaching. I just stood there. <laughs> but I remember seeing you skate. Were you out dressed there. up? Did you like get to put a suit on and all that? No, 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 no. Disappointing. No. Yeah, it was. But I remember watching Anton going around and 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 hearing he played for the queue and all that. Dude, you were taking it easy on people. Like I really thought you were, and, and and respectfully so. It's like somebody that could do a slam dunk. It's probably not going to do it to somebody just standing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, that guy, Sean. You've yeah. never dunked before. Yeah, You've never, never. never, you dunk, never. If you can dunk, you're giving it to everybody. Like that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> there's no no hands ever butts about it, man. But I I I really wanted to get into. I wanted to get into. Uh, what got you in there? Cause I, I was just, we were talking beforehand and you were telling me how your whole entire trip to the queue was a roundabout one. You know, it was kind of like something out of high school. I'd like you to go into that, please. Yeah, sure. So I also started playing hockey as long as I can remember my old man, he played in the queue. He played for, for Hall. He uh, played with Luke Robitaille and Pat Burns was his head coach. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, so all my, my uncles and cousins all play and my older brother played and kind of just want to be like them. So I idolized those guys and tried to be like them. And then remember my second year midget AAA, trying for the max. 
And I think I'm in a great camp, doing really well, getting points every game, scoring a bunch of goals. And last cuts come around and they said, yeah, we're sort of going to take someone else. You didn't make it. So I was like, damn. All right. Like, what now? So I'm uh, talking to my old man. He's like, yeah, just play high school, man. And we'll like try again next year. I guess it's got yeah. an old man, like be third year midget trying to Mr. Blade. Like, what's the point? So I just went back to play high school with my buddies. And I ended up like having a really good year. Pretty sure a lot of league and points. And then uh, that same year, my older brother was playing junior A for Halifax. And when my high school was done, I got called up to junior A as a 15-year-old. It was 15. Wow. 16. Wow. So the same year I got cut into AAA, I ended up playing junior A. And that year I got drafted to to JL Lee High School to the Q. So at 15, you're, you're eligible then to be drafted to the QMJHL then at 15? Uh, you start at 16 then? 16, 16, you drafted 16. Yeah. That, that means you convert, you convert her over. Yeah, yeah she, that's a that's a hard sell, man. Those Don't those have, those. You've got those, two or three different teams for each sport. Not true at all, Brad. Whoever, now you're just hey, doing the best. Up. Now you're just like, <laughs> well, that, you're just that guy. He's just that guy. Now you just make his stuff up. No, uh, completely. I mean, we have one baseball team, one basketball team. Although I do have a little soft spot for the Celtics. See, that's my squad. All right, I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> You can like other teams, but you just can't support them that way. Like, that's my thing. You know, I have teams that I find myself rooting for in games when I'm buying jerseys. Sean. Okay. okay. I got a lot of jerseys. Yeah. There we go. Thanks. So do I, though. Here's here's the difference. Here's the difference. Are they for the player or for the team? They're for the look. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're in the summer. (laughs) Baffle jerseys. Yep. Even better. But usually it's for the player. I didn't number 14. I have like. A million selfish jerseys, and then like a couple, like nice jerseys. Like I have a Larry Bird college jersey, which is selfish yeah. player, so that counts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, gotta just say, I, I think it, I think it counts if you're a fan of the player. Then I'm, I have zero issue with it. My my issue is always, and then my issue is usually wait a second though, because you had an issue with my Russell Wilson jersey, and you had an issue with my Brett Favre jersey on a Minnesota squad. Yeah, but neither of those were because of the player. Or if it was, you did. That wasn't your case. You didn't make that case. You're just now learning this this information. Go get out of here. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So then, the next year, so that that summer, I go up training camp, and my brother also goes. to wanting to pick some of my brother up, so we could both go up training camp together. And uh, so you asked you asked me earlier how like how I, I did fighting, and if I like if I got trapped so- for my toughness. Because like you know, actually, I was I was checking out I was checking out your YouTube page right and yeah. so I I saw that uh, there's a few there's a few fights that's on there and uh, your name is beside it so uh, of course that was my next question was definitely like were you engaged in a lot of fights because I know the WHL that's like a fighting league the Western Hockey League out of the whole entire Canadian Hockey League I remember I would see they'd uh, come out with the shovels to shovel off the blood. So I'm there going, I always say that the West coast is like known as tough league. Ontario was like the finesse league and the Q was a mix of both. I'd say. Yeah. 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 Well, I was looking at some of those fights, man. It was, it was like, man, you were, you were ready to throw down every time. So I was like, yeah. So my, did you roll yourself into that or. So my old man, when he played in the Q, he was a fighter. Yeah. So like kind of came naturally and like, he'd always show us a few things here and there. We'd always go hounds and gloves. In my in my living room, just messing around and like 
oh yeah, he'd come over and he wouldn't wear a mask and he'd fight you and you'd try to put it on him and till one day my brother gave him a bloody nose. Yep. And then <laughs> all the fun and then he stop as a father. As soon as you can get got, you just stop. Yeah. You can't get and, the power up. And then uh so anyway, yeah, we're, we're going to training camp and my brother, he fought all year in junior A and he was a great fighter. And he goes, we get in the Schwinnigan and we get boarded with uh, another guy who comes, a pretty good friend of mine now. And this young kid around my age and uh, this young kid, all he talked about was fighting, how tough he was. And he's going to do this, fight this guy and fight that guy. And he's going to, last year he fought this guy and that guy. My brother looks at me and goes, Anton. I said, what's up, man? He's like, you're fighting him. I was like, what? He's like, you're going to fight him. I was like, all right, man. I never fought before, but yeah, I guess so. So the first inter- intersection wait a second, game. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You never fought ever no. in your hockey? No. Never. No. So well, this is on in- ice. Okay. I mean, he's, yeah, got, well, I got- he's got brothers and a dad, man. He's been fighting his whole life. In, <laughs> high, school, in high school, I got in one scrum, but like yeah. it, it one punch and buddy dropped. And, uh, but that was the only fight. That wasn't really a fight. It was just a scrum. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he shouldn't go. You're fighting this guy. I was like, all right, man. I guess I'm fighting this guy. So the first interceptions game, we line up, buddy goes, hey, man, you want to fight? I said, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm fighting. So we uh, drop the gloves and we square off. And uh, I think he throws a punch and I just dodge back and I grab him and I hit him a couple of times and he just like goes, oh, cold on his feet. Like, so like, I like pull him back up, hit him a couple more times and he drops. And uh, I was like, after that, my adrenaline was pumping. I was shaking. I was like, hey, I guess I can fight. <laughs> so right there and then is when yeah. you figured out you can you can you could do this. this is your new role well a role that you would uh relish in um now i never knew that hockey players talked about fighting beforehand i always thought it was like some spur what oh buddy. Okay. hockey's not much Listen this. I, just, uh, I, I play other sports you my see second... them chirp each other yeah you go my for s- it go for it i'm I, I i fought a couple guys and like we talk in the box we're buddies like i fought this one guy four times but uh, Ashton Bernard and uh, the last, no, my second year, we're in training camp in Randa, Randa, and I'm talking to him before the game. And usually, like, your second year, you're not going to fight really in training camp. And then someone asks you, like, maybe help him out, you give him a fight. But I talked to him before the game. He's like, hey, man. I said, what's up? He's like, you fight this guy for me on my team? And I was like, yeah, man, like, sure, like, I guess. Like, he's like, yeah, he's been trying to fight me all training camp, and, like, he won't leave me alone. Like, he just fighting for me in this game. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, but you got to fight this guy. He said, you grease in the midget and he wants to fight you bad. He's like, all right, deal. So he goes out first shift, fights the guy on my team, mushes his nose up and uh, destroys him. And then this other guy comes over and goes, Manson, you want to fight? I was like, yeah, we're doing it. We're fighting. He goes, all right. Like, he started talking me up. Like, I know your brother. Like, he played here. And like, I'm really excited to fight you. I'm like, okay, man, yeah, let's do it. So we drop our gloves and we're lined up. like, do you want to take your helmet off? I was like, yeah, man, if you, like, sure, if you want to, like, we'll take our helmets off. So we turn our helmets off and we line up and I go, boom, hit him once. And as soon as I hit him, his, his head just goes in my chest and he's like wrestling me. I'm like, what's this guy doing? He's not throwing a punch, nothing. So we get to the land ground and he rolls on top of me and the rest pull him up. Blood rolls down my chest, into my mouth, all my face. I'm gagging. I get over and start spitting. Oh, I look up and Buddy's eyes, like fla- like skin's like flab. And I cut him over for 17 oh. stitches around his eyes. Oh, It was bad, man. Yeah. My, my shoulder pad is still stained. Oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> dude, you're a bad man. <laughs> That's awesome. Rigged against Except you. I don't understand this. Not rigged against, against you. Rigged against your lifestyle. Rigs it against you. <laughs> Listen, I like a happy marriage. Okay, 
And for that to go through, I got to cheer for the Browns. It's as simple as that. I drew the line at the Cavaliers, okay? I drew the line. Yeah, once LeBron left. <laughs> <laughs> I probably asked Bowen on, but now I feel safe. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm going to do the countdown, and uh, we'll just get to it, eh? What do you say? Sounds good. Except for the swallowing blood part, that was always. Oh like, yeah, it was gross. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, Especially ugh. when you're, yeah, like you're drinking it. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get some of those blood in your mouth. It's man, I don't care what. Wasn't says. great. That's a rough. That's a rough day. Man. So anyway, going back to my story. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up getting cut that year in Schwinnigan. My brother made it. Played for Schwinnigan that year, and uh, so I go back to junior A. Uh, go back to training camp. I fight a few more times. I end up breaking my hand. On someone's forehead and then i was out for a bit and i came back and like probably around christmas time i played a few games in gray and then our team was trash and uh playoffs were weren't an option for us so i ended up starting to play junior b games with the bay ducks so if i played enough games junior b i could play playoffs with them so i played enough games played playoffs we ended up losing in the league finals and every league Champion goes to it's called the Don Johnson Cup, the Atlantic Championships. So it's like PEI, New Brunswick, uh, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. So Newfoundland wasn't sending a team to yeah. Atlantic. So we snuck into Atlantic and then won the whole tournament. Get out of here. Yeah. Man. So the and thing then, is, like, like this is this is separate from this is absolutely separate from uh, the Memorial Cup then, eh? Like this is two levels down, junior B. Two levels. Okay. Okay, still though, dude. That's <laughs> <coughs> so then. So actually, so the next year when I made Shawinigan, I went up there. It's like, okay, I played Junior B last year. Like, that's two levels down from the queue. Like, there's no way I'm making this team. Right. So I got up there, I told my friends, yeah, I'll be back in like five weeks, maybe. Like, won't be there that long. Be back to playing Junior A next year or whatever. So I go up there and I'm just on fire, man. I'm scoring everything I get. I go. Uh, two for two on penalty shots, two for two on uh, in the shootout. I'm winning shootout competition in the training camp, and like I scored a hat trick in, in against Victoriaville. And like I, I didn't even fight, I don't think I fought once. Wow, the training wow. camp. So, anyway, like final cuts are coming up, and I, I go into my coach, it's uh, Eric Bayou. He coached the Moose Tets a couple years, years ago, and he goes, Yeah, man, like. I'm going to tell you right now, you, you weren't supposed to make this team, but like your leading team is scoring. How can I not take you? Right. I was like, well, like I guess, I guess I'm not going home. Mm. And then, yeah, <laughs> that's how I made it. So like my first, my first little bit in the queue, like I was playing top three lines. I, I still, even that towards the end, I still had a lot of power play time. Right. Just because I was big in front of the net, good, good with my stick. But yeah, then, uh, so I didn't really fight that much. Only I fought sometimes because my brother played in the league and he played for Lewis at the time he had traded in the summer. And he was like the number one, one number one fighters in the league. So right. everyone just assumed I was a fighter. So sometimes here and there's people would ask me to fight and I'd, I'd fight them. But I wasn't looking for fights really. Hmm. So we had another guy on my team, Kyle Hennigan, was a huge, huge guy who, who could throw down. So I didn't have to fight that much. But then that trade deadline, we weren't doing that great. So they traded like all our like older guys and we got younger and then we didn't really have a guy to fight, and that's how I kind of got the role. Oh, uh, so you ended up you ended up just inheriting it then. At yeah, the end. 
man. What I could say is that that's a that's a crazy that's a crazy roundabout way to get to the queue and yeah. and to play against like I I was seeing there uh, some of the names on on uh, Halifax was like uh, Voracek who ended up going up in the league uh, and I mean here you are mixing it around getting in there playing this is a very high level of hockey you know I was looking at there's a few people that were on your team that ended up going over to the KHL and playing out in Europe, you know? Um, So, I mean, like that's, that's how, that's how good you guys are is that if you can't make it here, there's always a place for some Canadian to go play hockey, right? It's like, especially at that level, when did it all kind of stop for you? When did it sort of like you're still playing? I know this, yeah. right? But n- not probably at the level that you were thinking you were going to be playing at, right? So, so my 19 year old year, um, so I always had like I always had conscious locations, so my shoulders always popped out here and there, and they just popped right back in, right? Sore, but it wasn't a big deal. And uh, there's one game we we're playing in uh, in Drummondville, my 19 year old year, and there's a guy skating up and down the red line. I'm like, what's this idiot? What's this idiot doing? He's getting around. So I got him to talk to him. He's like, I was like, hey man. He's like, hey, what's up? I was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I just got traded here. I just got here. I'm from O West and uh came here to fight and looking to see where your fighter is. Like, well, you're looking at him. And he goes, Oh, it's you. I was like, Yeah, man, what's up? He's like, You think like you think you want to go this game? Like, like I'm trying to like make a name for myself. I'm trying to fight. Like, you think you want to go? I was like, Well, we'll see how the game goes and like come see him and we'll talk about it. Very first shift, he goes, we're fighting. I was like, man, I just told you. Like, we just talked about, like, <laughs> give me a minute. Like, I told you. I like, see how the game goes, and we'll talk about it. And this is Drummondville. This is like, our, like when you're in Schwinnigan, you play Drummondville 10 times a year. Right. So we're rivals. So you play Victor and Drummondville 10 times a year, so they're rivals. So these are big games for us. It makes it makes sense because of just where Schwinnigan and Drummondville land yeah. in Quebec there as well. So, yeah. 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 So next shift, I'm, I'm going out. I'm, I'm center at time. And he switches up and goes, face off with me. He's like, we're going right now. I was like. All right, man, let's do it. So the puck drops. I went to face off one hand, drop my stick gloves, and we square off. And I grab them, and I'm going. And my shoulder pops out. And when it pops out, I uh, I go to pull them back in. And when I pull them back in, it popped back in. And when I pop back in, it uh, it caught my shoulder capsule, the whole right tendons, and it ripped. I'm a rotator cuff ripped. And uh, yeah, my arm went dead, and I mean, the fight was over. So I, I go to the room. I'm like, I'm done. Like I can't even move my arm. I get undressed, and um, another guy on our team is being an idiot, and he's skating around, hacking guys, spearing guys. So I get my gear back on. I go back out, and I fight this guy with one arm. And uh, actually, I ended up getting a scarf right here for it because he got my jersey up. I couldn't see. He hit me with my logo, and. Uh, so after the game, I was like, my shoulder's done. Like, I can't do anything with it. So, like, I rehabbed it for, like, maybe a month, two months. And then um, I go, okay, I'm, I'm good to play. Like, I couldn't take a backhand or anything. Right. I couldn't really move one way. So I came back and I played, uh, played like, another month or two. And when I came back, I was like, yeah, like, I want to – I told my coach, like, yeah, I think I'm like uh, – I want to be closer to home. I want to be in the Maritimes. I want to get traded to the Maritime Division. So, are you sure? Like, you want, uh, yeah, I want to get traded. He's like, yeah, no problem. Man. So, we'll showcase the last two weeks, and we'll uh, we'll get into the, in, in the closer to home. I was like, perfect. 
And uh, so I played a couple weeks. And uh, Christmas comes along. That's the trade deadline. So I'm like, same bottom my billets, same bottom all my buddies. Like, yeah, I see you on the other side. And uh, I get home. Christmas comes and goes. And I'm supposed to fly up. Like, I'm only supposed to be home for like three days and go back up to Schoenigan. But, uh, but they told me, like, don't worry about it. You're good to go. So Christmas goes by. New Year's goes by. And the trade deadline's like January 6th. So one of the men calls up. I was like, yeah, like, I was wondering what's going for a trade. Like, I talked to these few teams and like, they say they're willing to take them on. Like, can we get a trade? Like, no, we're not trading them. My dad was like, what? Yeah, no, we're not trading them. He's like, so can you release them so we can go play one of these teams? It's like, no, we're not releasing them. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I, like, like, I, I would never have thought that uh, at that level that it could be that kind of jockeying there between Oh, yeah. Teams. So they, like, they yeah. wouldn't trade me and they wouldn't release me. Hmm. Huh. So I uh, I said, fuck it. Like, I'm not going back. So I stayed home, uh, played the rest of the year with Halifax, Junior A. And uh, in that summer, I was like, I got my MRI and I, I needed, obviously needed surgery. But they told me if I got surgery that I wouldn't, uh, I, I'd be out for the rest of the year. I wouldn't be, I'd miss my 20-year-old year, Junior. So my last year, Junior. So I said, yeah. Uh, so I just played my last year, Junior, with one arm. And um, got surgery after that. Now yeah, that rotator cuff mess is terrible. I had the same thing uh, when I was like seventeen, yeah. and it took me forever to get through it. You know, even like now, it, like I got a little bit, I, I got to watch it even now. Same, yeah. you know. They make it look like in the movies, right? Like Mel Gibson <laughs> goes and just puts it in. You know, take it, pop it out, and put it in in place. Well, you no can problem. do that. It's just yeah. Like I said, I, I could yeah. do that. Mine used to do yeah. that, but when it went back in. Yeah, it just ended up tearing gets, stuff. Yeah, if it gets yeah. crossed one time and you tear something in there, like mm. it's that you're done. Like it's man, the tear is no joke. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I always have I always have, you know, empathy for any athlete that uh, has to go through that. You know, with pro wrestling, I ended up snapping my ankle, and you know, it, it everything just came to a grinding halt. That's where I ended up making my transition over to the Navy and Royal Canadian Navy, because it's like, I wanted to do something still keep active. Um, and, uh, not fight five dudes on a bar street. <laughs> that's a long, that's a, that's a whole different guy. <laughs> that's a whole different guy. <laughs> uh, one time Sean told me he was fighting five dudes outside of a bar and he thought it was a fair, like, I was like, did they like trap you? He's like, no, nah, I thought it was a fair fight. I was like, you thought fighting five dudes was fair? He was like, yeah. I was like, there was Man. a time. There was a time when I was benching three sixty five, and I was I was. That's not pretty, even a big number, dude. Three sixty five is not a big like. You yeah, can go to well, any, you mix that. Town, with, you can find the bench is three sixty. I mean, three sixty five is big to me. Yeah, you, you mix that with some speed and some boxing and some oh, martial man. arts. It's like, well, you just said the magic word. <laughs> you got you got a dangerous man. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, but then if you mix some alcohol into the mix, yeah, you're never. Oh, you mean speed, like quickness, not like the drug. I thought you meant like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I never, I don't know you to be fast, Sean. I, I know you'd be strong and all that shit, but not fast. Well, fast is sometimes crafty. It just not necessarily looks no, fast. That's something that slow guys say. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. You're either quick or you're not like that's That's just the thing. I'm crafty. Yeah, that's what, crafty. There's another wrong with crafty. Crafty. There's another wrong with crafty. 
But listen, I mean, agile usually can beat speed. That's it. That's it. I will say this, Anton. Like, is that when? Because you were you would have been pretty young then at that point, eh? Like uh, 20. 19, 20, Yeah. Yeah. So when did you actually get into the RCN after that? So I got my surgery when I was tw- like the, after my. So after my 20 old year, I, I had to wait to get my surgery. So I got my surgery at 21, I think. So I had to wait to recover. And then I applied for the, uh, the military and uh, only applied because I was, I wasn't doing much. I was recovering. I was running at camp building supplies and my grandfather was in the Navy and I got my dad's body from the Navy and like, man, like you should join the Navy. I was like, uh, like I don't know, man, like sailing, like, I don't know. I never really been on a boat before. Like, I can't see myself sailing. All right. All right. Like, I got, I got, I got a question. I got a question for you there. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah. did you get any sort of, cause I, if you grew up on the East coast, you probably didn't get any flack for joining the Navy, right? Like no, no none no, of your no. friends were. Yeah. When I was out in Toronto and I said I was joining the Navy, I YMCA everything. Like, uh, yeah, I was no. like, Oh geez, boys. What in the world? It's like, <laughs> no, none of that. Anyway. So, they're like, you should go in the Navy. I was like, ah, I don't know. He was like, you can play hockey. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, man, they have, they have a hockey team. Like, they get to work, they go practice, they play in ports, they play, there's a nationals and regionals. I was like, oh, really? Like, I was like, okay, like, yeah, they, didn't like tell you, they didn't tell you how to be a supply tech, though, right? In order to play all these games. No, but they were like, they were like, I was like, man, like, I've been playing, like, just pick up hockey here and there. I was like, man, I would love to play, like, a real, like, meaningful game. So I was like, I was like, yeah, like I'll think about it. And then I like did some more research in the Navy and I was like, okay, like looks like a pretty good job. Like if I join the Navy, I'll stay, I'll most likely stay in Halifax where all my family and friends are. Like my grandfather's in the Navy, like let's do it. So I joined and uh, when I was going to join, the recruiter was like, so you want to join the Navy? Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, join the Navy. He's like, why? I was like, oh, I want to stay active, you know, like a good career. Family's like, you want to stay active? I was like, yeah. He's like, you should join the Army. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, you don't be in the Navy. You won't be in the Army. I was like, no, man. Like, I, I want to be in the Navy. He's I'm like, pretty sure no. I want to be in the Navy. He said, nope. He said, nope. You want to stay active? You want to be in the Army. I was like, nope. I don't. I'm going to stay in the Navy. So, yeah, he tried to push me higher in the Army. I was like, not a chance. And was we gave him bonuses that week. Yeah. So I was like, not nah, a chance. I like, put me in the Navy. I'm good. But yeah, I got in and been playing hockey ever since, really. And bro, you were too tall to be in the Army. I'm too tall to be in the Navy. It's true. It's true. You're, well, yeah, you're listen, borderline. You're borderline. I remember, listen, I remember you ain't walking around. You ain't walking around nowhere trying to get headshots, though. I mean, it's 6'5", no. like in the Army. <laughs> That's one. true. That's yeah. always my deal whenever we were out. I was like, man, I'll be, I'll be the innocent bystander at 6'4". Like, someone's going to catch me. Like, it'll miss all y'all and catch me. Like, that's how that shit works. I'm just walking around the ship getting concussions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've done that. And I'm not even – I'm like six. And I've put my head up in the wrong spot and hit something. Man, I did hard. it. I did it last year. Got concussions. Oh, man. I was in my rack for like 10 days. Man. It was the worst t- 10 days of my life. Worst 10 days? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. It's black in your rack. Yeah. But here's the thing, right, is that you you, you uh, ended up doing yeah, this Yeah, something like your dad's sleep, though. That's it. <laughs> you ended up doing I this I don't stay in a hotel right now. I sleep like, I'll sleep like I'm two years old again. I'm just passed out because I ain't listening for no noise. I don't give a shit about no noise at all. So it's so funny. 
Because every single one of you dads that have five kids, right? That's what they say. They can't wait for a deployment or something like that. Where they're just all by themselves. It doesn't matter where you are. You just not. You're not looking for them little feet. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to not wake up to a dead kid. That's all you're doing as a dad. You know. True. Man, but yeah, yeah. So you ended up. I was supposed to go on this deployment as well. Um, unfortunately, I have some underlying conditions that with COVID, it it just didn't work out. They ended up. Uh, you didn't office. miss anything. Yeah, but you ended up doing it, man. And and I can only imagine how difficult that must have been. Because usually, I mean, I know every sailor, when you look forward to getting into a foreign port, you want to get off. Yeah. But you ended up doing that. Um, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I will come back because there's something I wanted to talk about you getting your promotion by yep. a certain someone. But uh, I wanted to talk about your your experience in that. Uh, yeah, that's, like I said, I had concussion. The day we left. Wow. The, the day you left. Yeah. Oh, you hadn't figured out the lay of the land yet. That's a problem for tall people. Well, we were on the ship for like 60 days before that. Stuck on the ship. Oh, really? But, I'm yeah. sorry. I forgot you guys got that crazy ass schedule where you go. And, yeah. It was awful. Anyway. So, yeah, I got a concussion. So, I'm in Iraq. It was supposed to be like six or seven days. So, like, we're good. Like, I'm at two days, like, headaches, nausea, whatever. But after that, I'm good. Like, I'm feeling great. The fifth day, we hit this nasty sea state, and I'm on seven mess, top the front of the boat, and we're just going, and like I just want to rip my eyes open, my head so bad. So uh, I go see the doc. I get put on for like seven more days. So the start of the trip, I was in my rack for ten days straight. Hmm. So it didn't it didn't start off well. So I think I get off, I get out off my chit in Latvia and Latvia was our first like real port and it was our best port. So we get in there, we have this big jetty. We're playing ball. We have a little tournament. We had a little draft, beautiful weather. And uh, we're like, Oh man, this it's not going to be too bad. It's like, all right, we're having fun. We are getting off the boat a little bit. And it got way worse from there. What do you mean? That was, way our, first, that was our first port and our best port. The rest of the ports, there weren't really good jetties. You couldn't really leave the boat. Uh, it was like Groundhog Day, man. Every port was the same. Yeah. You wake up, do nothing, wait for the bar to open, do yeah. nothing, wait for the bar to open, do nothing. That's the worst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys got through that, man. Because that's a that's a exercise in in mental strength. Really, is what it comes down to. You know, so, it was tough. Yeah, yeah. I got some partners uh, that float for the U.S. Navy, and uh, they couldn't even get like they didn't even pull in. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that, Everybody's man. On the boat. They were on the boat 200 days straight. I couldn't imagine that, man. Yeah. And they don't even have a bar. No. Yeah, no bar either. Yeah. Yeah. Harsh. They went straight. Think... Uh, yeah, those those boys were wild. They left in uh, the second week of January 2020. So they came back. Uh, I mean, like, the first emails we had were about Kobe dying. And then they came back. Like, they got extended out. They didn't get back until, like, September. And, like, they, they came back to an entirely different world than they had left. It was that's crazy. Crazy. It was hard for them, I think, to come back because like by the time they came back, we were all kind of well versed in you know the pandemic life, right? And those boys came back like not mm-hmm. able to like being stuck on a boat for that long and then not be able to do nothing when they got home was the worst thing that when, when we were gone, everything back here was opening up. So like yeah, they're yeah. able to do things. They were like yeah. going to beaches and lakes and the bubble the bubble opened up so they could go places and yeah. we were just we were stuck on a ship. Yeah. If they were like Stuck home too. I don't think it would have been, wouldn't have been as bad for like us. Yeah. Wouldn't worse for them, but like 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's pretty shitty that way. And especially like when we were leaving, we were stuck in we were in Halifax for like a week before we left, just alongside in the dockyard. And like we were right beside the casino, so we saw people walking around and oh, like dude. enjoying the it's weather, true. and we're just stuck on the boat. Were you guys on the jetty of shame there all the way? Oh there? yeah, 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 yeah. Where you see the casino? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably sucks. hear the casino, which probably makes it worse. Oh yeah, I hear party boats going out, people on the yeah. jet skis. It's seeing it's a good one time, thing, right? But the noise for me personally, the noise is the worst. Like the noise of people having fun and you can't have no fun is terrible. Yeah, it is. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> that's the that's the worst for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so let's let's just backtrack for a moment here. So a certain who I I mean, I grew up with this man as the captain of the Maple Leafs. Yeah. How in the world does Wendell Clark come to promote you <laughs> to your current rank? How does so, that work? <laughs> first of all, I'm a Habs fan. Oh, come on, Anton. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. That's the yeah. absolute worst. So I was like, uh, yes. The ultimate Maple Leaf is coming to put something on. And my, my, brother, my brother and my old man are Leafs fans. They have good taste, Anton. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so the when the, the Maple Leafs have their training camp here, mm-hmm. they came onto our boat for like a little tour. The whole team came on. And uh, I was on course, and they called me down on the boat. And I got there to say, yeah, we're promoting you today. That's wicked. And when I went up promotion. One of Clark gave a little speech, called me up, put the, hook, put the hooks on my shoulder, and gave me a handshake. And, his, man, his hands are massive. I believe that. My hands look tiny in his hands. <laughs> he, like, gripped my forearm, shaking my hand. I was like, Whoa. It's something to say, uh, you know, being larger fellas, like when someone else makes your hands feel small. Oh, man, it was, it was crazy. For sure. It like swallowed my hand. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I met Sean Kemp one time and I shook his hand. It was the same thing. I felt like a three-year-old yeah. shaking a grown man's hand. He just like, he fully like wrapped his, like he was like this. He like touched his fingers, yep. like my hand was in there. And I don't have little hands, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, golly. Swallowed <laughs> up. Never felt less of a man than I do right now. I'm looking up this guy and he's enveloped my hands. I'm like, God. It's funny because uh, so my brother was on the St. John's with me at the time too. He's a huge Leafs fan, but he I don't know why he wasn't in that day. But I was talking to some of the players that were there, and uh, Colin Greening comes to me. He's like, "Hey man, like Manson." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Like what, like Tristan's brother?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah. He's like, "Where's Tristan? Where's he been?" He's like, "Well, usually he's on the boat, but like he, I don't know where he is today." He's like, "Oh man, I'd love to see that guy." Yeah, one of the Leafs players looking for my brother. Mm. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Have they played together? Is that how they knew each other? Uh, they're a mutual friend from Newfoundland. Yeah. So uh, just about partying, and uh, they've partied, partied together a few times. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Man, so you you got to play against the, Berm, the Berm, Bermudian ball hockey team there? When yeah, so the Navy? Uh, they're, they're all Canadians. It's all Canadians living down there. Of course, they're not, yeah. They're national yeah. ball team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going down to bermuda for a sale it's my brother's first sale so we're on st john's and uh we get there and the place is beautiful and like we get i don't know how we get in contact with them but like yeah come play we're a we're a uh, arena for us um we'll have a barbecue and like we got sticks and gear and stuff like all right cool show up so we get a team together and our boat bog team was pretty much our base team we had like oh wow wow yeah so me and me and our brother and a, a couple of guys on the base team, and uh, we're good. We're good. We're a good team. Yeah. 
And uh, so we go down there and we show up in this, uh, this beautiful outdoor rink. They have like a, a, a like a pretty much like a pool house full of gear and all the like one piece sticks you want, balls, mm-hmm. and it's overlooking the ocean on a cliff. Has like a pro- has like a private beach down to the left, and they they brought like barbecues and food, and they brought like I don't know like thirty two fours of beer. So we go there, we play in the first game, and we smoked them. So these so guys go, are ex hockey players, then, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just like you, right? Yeah, ball players, and we like yeah. we put it on them. Yeah, like all right, yeah, let's have some beers, go swimming, and we had two teams. Yeah, we put our, like our, our B team out, and they smoked our B team, and then we're drinking all day and swimming in the private beach, jump on the cliff. I'm like, boys, you want to play again? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll play again, and we're smashed. <laughs> and like, they got us, they they know what they were doing. So we go play them. They just put it on us, man. We're like so hot from the sun, and we're like almost falling over. And they're just going balls out. This sniping one timers, trying to make us look silly. Oh yeah, they beat us like eight one. It was oh fun. It was a. I don't know. It's probably like probably my best port ever. So this just, is this just is, for that reason. This is something that a lot of people don't realize is that uh, some of our hockey players on our teams, on our base teams especially, they're phenomenal hockey players. Like they are phenomenal our base team i think could take a lot of like smaller countries teams you know what i mean like yeah, small countries yeah yeah like I, i'm not talking about the u.s and everything yeah, yeah, Although no, I think, yeah. yeah but i think you would give them a run still but if you were to play like kazakhstan or uh you were to play japan or you you transfer in japan maybe maybe country. japan i don't know about kazakhstan you don't think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. They have players in Kazakhstan. That might be. Yeah, that might yeah. Be something. <laughs> well, Russia, Russia always. I mean, you know, but Kazakhstan is no longer part of Russia. But you know, yeah, yeah still, them still, genetics are still there, though, son. That's not. Yeah, that's exactly it. Players. <laughs> Man, Anton, it was great talking about all this here. Do you want to stick around while we talk a little bit about the trade deadline here? came in past yeah we're good so is there anything that stood out for you as a habs fan there i mean i know you got eric gustafson did you think the habs ended up making up any moves in order to get a little bit we had eric stall earlier in the early in the week before the yeah, trade that's right that's right yeah i like that trade yeah another vet good big center yeah but you're losing a lot of games recently there like the very fact that Calgary right now could catch Montreal, I didn't think that, that was going to be. I didn't think it was. No one thought so. Same with Winnipeg catching Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just beat Toronto there as well. But it was, I think it was Riddick that they ended up putting in net because Freddie Anderson's still gone. And uh, what was that score? No, Riddick played against Calgary. Five two. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, Riddick. Riddick. Oh, no, Riddick played because uh, Jack Campbell got right. pulled. You're right. Jack Campbell ended up. That's got right. Pulled. You're right. He got pulled. Right. Riddick went in. But that's okay because now we don't. There's no game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that game being postponed with Vancouver, yeah. so, which I mean, I feel bad for Vancouver, but they're going to have to play their games at some point. I, I, oh, they're not going to have to play their games. I don't think so, if they're mathematically eliminated, they won't have to. That's nah. what I'm saying, right? Other they're out. You, uh, this morning, I read uh, the players are saying now that even getting back on the ice, they can't catch their breath. And like, I mean, you just Damn. from a liability standpoint, like you can't have someone collapsing on ice because they can't. They get too gassed. You know what I mean? Well, just think, just like, think about, think about Miles Garrett, right? After he came back after the COVID protocol and everything like that, he was not the same athlete 
watching him out there. You have Jason Tatum this week coming out saying he's got to take an inhaler before the games to get his lungs yeah. open up so he can even run 40 minutes. Like, that's, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and those, like Miles Garrett's the games a freak. matter. Like, if the games yeah. mattered for Vancouver, I could see him taking the risk and yeah. playing. But if they don't, like, why? Then Joe can't take a black eye like that right now. No, no. Nobody wants that. I mean, you know, that one ref already proved everything that we were thinking there. I, I forgot his name already. That's crazy. But yeah, the the one with the hot mic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant the one in the tournament. The one in the no, I don't know. What, I don't know what that, man. Weird. Like, we all knew that. Come on. We all yeah, knew a, that that's what the ref is thinking. It's like every ref does that at every level. I know. Like, he I got, know. That's pretty hard. He just got, he just got caught, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone everyone knows that's what goes on though. Like I know. Man, you can watch you can watch any sport and you just watch the whistles and attack you. Like you watch the whistle turn it, turn the game, and then you watch these couple ticky texts when the game's already decided so it evens out in the box score. Oh, yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Oh a, man. It happens every yeah. league. All the, every like you said, every level. It happens yeah. everywhere. It's not although it's still the most egregious, the egregious, the most egregious one. Was Wayne Gretzky cutting up Doug Gilmore in '93? Like, come on, that was a four-minute double minor all day. And you live. Who was on? Who was on the ever. ice to score that winning goal? Who was that? That man who wore number ninety-nine. Holy jeez, I, I, upsetting. And let me tell you something right now, Anton. If the Leafs were in it in '93, Montreal does not win that cup. Whatever, man. Anyway, <laughs> so Gretzky, he actually uh, growing up, I have a picture of my old man and Wayne Gretzky. Oh wow! In the living room because uh, Gretzky owned Hall, and my dad played there. He's a team owner. That's really? Crazy. So there's a picture of my dad in his uniform, all in his gear with uh with Wayne Gretzky. I knew I knew the Gretzky owned Belleville Bulls. I didn't know he owned but he owned Hall, and my, my dad money. played there. Yeah, he he had money. <laughs> Gretzky had some money for sure. Yeah. Man, um, where does Ben Askern against Jake Paul? Len, anybody's radar here right now? Nowhere am I. I might check it out. Like I don't know. I hope Ashton knocks him out, but he's not really a puncher, so we'll see. All right. Did you guys see the weigh-in? Did you guys see the weigh-in? Yeah. So you saw Ben Askren's body looking like nice soft dough. <laughs> <I'm> yeah. like, <laughs> he's not thinking. He thinks he can just cut him. I, I, he's just gonna. Come in swinging. Jake Paul's not a boxer. Yeah, but Jake Paul looked in better shape. He looked in better shape than Ben. I'm like, I'm looking at Ben walking. I think Jake Paul's going to beat him. I think so too. But I'm just what I'm saying is he's not a boxer. Like, look at who he wants to fight. He don't want to fight no real boxer. I was going to have to soon. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, he just keeps on throwing all these names. He's going to catch somebody. He's not going to get a guy that's a dedicated <laughs> boxer. He'll get trashed. After I saw Ben Asker so. when he came out, he had a nice beer belly. I'm there going, what did he do? Like, did you even trade for this? Like, yeah, but he's, remember, he's he's fast though. He's got speed. Yeah, he does. You know what it means? Oh, sorry, he's crafty. He's, he's crafty. crafty. He's yeah. crafty. <laughs> ask ask uh, ask could Jesus how crafty he is. Ask who? Ask who Jesus how crafty Askren is. <laughs> yeah, Askren. I've seen his craftiness. He's <laughs> super crafty. I've seen him get kneed in the face in three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> now Frank Mir and Antonio Tarver actually sounds, even though that's the co-main, um, that sounds more interesting to me. It's like, I didn't know they were fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Mir and Antonio oh, wow. Tarver. Um, I don't feel like Frank Antonio Tarver. I never heard that name in a while. Yeah. Tarver? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Last time we're gonna have headgear on as one of those bullshit ass fights like Mercer and uh 
and Tyson was they got headgear on and all that shit. Uh, I can't watch that. I can't support that kind of. You got to have real violence. Are they are they wearing headgear? I don't know. Oh, okay. Because like Carver's, Carver's got to be fifty five, bro. He's he's ancient. He's old. But Frank Muir is a submission specialist, and I'm there going, "Why are you saying that well, you want to go Muir's to a boxing old too, match?" Man. Frank he's, Frank Muir's in his late forties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, like they're both old. So but, is Ashkin, though. Ashkin's not a puncher either. Yeah. yeah. He's a wrestler. Well, I know, so. I know the funky chicken. I don't know what he's thinking there. Yeah. Uh, that's why. That's why I say Brad. about. That's why I say about Paulo. Oh, late forties. Fight no one that knows how to punch. Yeah, that's I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I, I I would like to see him go like a Vander Kane just kept on calling him out, calling him out, calling him out. Jake Paul, I'm like, let that happen. That's because Vander Kane. because he needs the money. He needs yeah. the money, so yeah, it's like let him have a chance to get some money. Yeah, he needs to find him on YouTube so he gets some cash. He can just not pay anybody with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: is that you know, Evander Kane, he's fought in the ice. Right. Oh, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Oh man, he would. He would. He would put his lights oh, out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So of course he's like. That's no, what I'm no. saying. That everyone that Jake Paul wants to fight aren't known as you'd be able Punches. to use their hands. They're all grapplers or basketball, basketball players, players. Or whatever. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not anybody. That's, you know what? If he don't want to fight with someone who knows how to use their hands, he Heck wants no, no power with no. Kane. Kane. Heck no. Kane will stomp him. Now, in the UFC, we got Robert Whitaker against Kevin Gastelum tonight. Yeah. If Whitaker wins, he's got to get a title shot, right? Does he? Does he? Who's done? Who's done more recently? <sighs> who's done more recently than Whitaker? Yeah. Um, what about buddy? You just pot, fought last weekend there. Um, Vittori, he just beat, uh, he just beat, man, why can't I think of his name right now? That's terrible. He just beat, uh, Holland, yeah, Kevin Holland, who I'm, I'm I was shocked that he was fighting back to back like that, like three weeks out. He's a well, it's silly season everywhere, right? That's just the thing. We're seeing all kinds of wild stuff in all sports because you know people have time. Yeah, that's what's cool about this time of the world, right? Is people got time to do stuff. So yeah, not a lot of other stuff going on. So Usman and uh, Masvidal are fighting next week, right? So whoever that's comes out of that, yeah. yeah. So whoever comes out of that, I mean. Do, do they get to pick then who they're going to fight? Is going to be Gaslam? Is going to be um, it, well, I guess out of this fight here with Gastelum and uh, and uh, Whitaker, I mean, yeah, that's a potential number one. Yeah. Vittori could be put in there, but he hasn't really. I mean, honestly, Holland, Holland just fought Brunson, and I'm like, I'm not thinking Brunson's in. Yeah, I, I think if Whitaker wins, I think he gets a shot. That's yeah, I think so too. Or at least he should. And the worst part, I think that's the that's that's. This this fight's got Andre Olovsky on it against Chase Sherman. You got Jeffrey uh, Jeremy uh, Little Heathen Stevens on it as well. So it's a throwback fight. I know <laughs> Arlovsky. <laughs> I used to love Arlovsky. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's it's interesting to say the least. Um, man, yeah, trade deadline for me. I think the Leafs touched everything for every position. But I don't know. It's not a winning season for the Leafs unless they get out of the Canadian division. Period. You know, they won two rounds. They have to win two rounds. They have to get to the conference finals. And even there, I mean, like every team that's going to the postseason right now are great. They're 
there's not one team was like, oh yeah, whatever. They just kind of made it or whatever. Like every team's got a chance. They got a puncher's chance. New York Islanders scares me. <laughs> you know, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite now? Atlanta got better and Boston got better. That's all. I, I, who's your favorite for the cup right oh, now? Colorado, Colorado, right now. Yeah, yeah. like that's not, do, that's a no brainer. The only issue with Colorado, they have to get through Vegas. Yes, they have a yes. tough schedule. Like get through, but yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, the think thing is, I think it's, I mean, I don't know a lot about a lot, right? But I think it's uh, Colorado and Vegas are the top two, but they just have to face off and that's where it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. That's, you find that in a lot of sports, right? Where you, sometimes the best series aren't the final series. Yeah. yeah. And out of the East, I mean, you got the Islanders, you got uh, Tampa, Florida. I don't know. I mean, Florida's, this is kind of <laughs> like, I'm not saying that they don't got a chance. I like Florida. I do too. I think that's going to be Florida, Tampa in the first round. They're going to, that's, yeah. that's going to be, that's going to be a knockdown drag out fight. <laughs> and the Islanders are no chumps, but Boston. Yeah, they got better, but Taylor Hall has not. I don't know. He's not the difference maker that I thought he would be. He already matches gold total. I know. I know. But Sabres. If you have a look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not the difference maker. He thought he would be. He's been there for what? A week. Two yeah. weeks. Get two goals. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, Sean. I'm just saying, okay, so he gets drafted by Edmonton. Edmonton goes down the toilet, you know, gets traded over to New Jersey. New Jersey goes down the toilet. Wins MVP. He does win the MVP and then goes down the toilet, you know. Then he goes over to Buffalo. Buffalo's a great team. Like the names, the the names. Yeah, that's why I bought the jersey. And Buffalo goes. Yeah, they were supposed to. I thought, I thought they'd be good this year. Yeah. They so were. that was in Boston. It's another one. He could just make it just all of a sudden, just another so one. Is he, is he the problem or is he just. I don't think he's luck. a problem. I just think he has some bad aura. I don't. <laughs> well, if you know anything about Boston, he's not going to have no bad aura there. They're going to beat the shit up in the bar. <laughs> hey, I love Boston. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. It's probably my yeah. favorite uh, East Coast city. Yeah, I love Boston. I like the vibe of it. The vibe is cool, right? Just, Lots of history. Yeah. 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 A lot of just um, beat your ass or act right. That's, that's exactly it. Where it you comes know. from, right? And I get, you get some of that act right in Boston. Man, one of my favorite peoples out there and close to there, there, Lowell, Massachusetts, old Reed there. You know, he's definitely one of my favorite people. He's very crass. He's very rude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we recently realized that he sounds like Ted from the movie, you know, the teddy bear. But that's that's breed in real life. He sounds like the teddy bear. Yeah. Like Ted. Yeah. Yeah, Ted the teddy bear. He's just Ted. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane voiced animated creature. <laughs> always looking for a line. That's what he's doing. He's just trying to figure out where the line is so he can cross it. <laughs> just cross it. Yeah. What about a little bit of football? You want to talk about football? Yeah, I did. I did want to get into that. Um, so right now it like the draft is like upon us. <laughs> it's right there. Um, everybody is like dog and Justin Fields. like a, either he makes the top five or he doesn't make the top five. It's, it's so crazy. This quarterback can make a top five. I don't know, man. I don't know. Look he's at all got, the teams. He's got the trail prior Cardell Jones stink on him. <laughs> How do you figure that? How do you figure he's that? Ohio state. Like I, I swear to God, yeah. Think about oh. that. That's how it goes. He's got that same that same becomes from that system quarterback. They're dogging him for it. His pro day was fire. That dude's throwing darts. There's no reason why he should be falling. He's either got a character issue, which I doubt, or he just is coming from a rough school. 
there's some schools that are that way. Like you're not drafting. Dude, dude, Ohio State's a storied organization. Not, it's a storied not school. Not the Ohio State. There we go. (laughs) The Ohio State University, and they produce at every position but quarterback. Running backs, wide receivers. I'm not talking about any of those positions. I'm saying strictly quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cardell Cardell Jones, the last one to win something. You mean a game? The game, yeah. (laughs) How many other guys have come out and had to go play other positions? Well, I mean Eddie George. Um, what's his no, face? I mean, there? quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Oh, come out oh, quarterback, wide receiver, tight no, end, no, or no? Yeah, I, I can't think of. Or... I don't even think. I don't think Cardell Jones made it out. <laughs> I think he was third string quarterback for Buffalo. So it's like, yeah, but he was. He was a. Wasn't he a first round pick? No, he wasn't a first round pick. Come on, sure? man. Yes, I'm certain. No, he was second or third, but he wasn't first round pick. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. First round picks. To me, especially in the NFL, it's like there's this whole entire thought that it's like you must turn this organization around. But yeah. most of the success comes from the second or third round. And there's no round. yeah, and there's no expectation on them. So I think that they're just free to develop and become the player I mean, that they're gonna become. At any sport at any level, that's the thing, right? Like it's all opportunity. Yeah. That's it. The NFL is the most unpredictable draft, though. Yeah. Like the NBA, you're 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 pretty. You know what you're getting. There's only two rounds. You know what you're getting the first couple of picks. Yeah. NHL, same thing. But the NFL, the is, NHL though could get a little crazy as well with some of these picks. But I, I guess, guess it's back in the like 90s. Couple, yeah. yeah. Well, no. Even now, like a couple first round picks didn't really turn out. First overall picks. Yakupov. Yeah. Oh yeah, Yakupov. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the whole thing's a crapshoot, and this year for the draft is tougher, I think, than ever before because there's no combine. You know, pro yeah. days are weird. Pro uh, days, I don't, I don't understand pro days, man. Yeah, yeah, it's man, it's like I don't get it. Just, a pro day is tough, right? It's meeting somebody on their turn, like it's all yeah, you're just doing your own thing. It's you know, you know exactly what you're gonna do. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's all scripted, right? All you're yeah. watching is, is all you're watching is someone scripted. And I think you know, if you're a talent evaluator, you're watching for movements and you know mechanics and shit like that. But you're not. Well, you know that they spent away. money on psychologists and psychiatrists in order to see body movements, in order to see anything like that. Yeah, but interviews. I mean, even the way you they know. on their forties, like you can have a faster, you'll always have a faster forty yard dash at your pro day than you will at the combine. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. all that stuff is so. You know, yeah. that's that's the hard thing with the NFL is you always find these guys that are workout warriors. You know, they look great in shorts and t-shirts, and you know can jump out of the gym and all that other shit. But you know, they can't play. Yeah, tape never lies. I think that's the thing, right? Man, I'm 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 interested. I mean, everybody knows who the number one pick is. Like, there's there's no ifs ands or buts about it. It is NFL royalty. So I mean. We all know that uh, Clemson's quarterback, Brad, I, I've been drinking a few beer. You're going to have to give me the name. His name is Trevor Lawrence. There we go. Thank, Thank you. you. Trevor Trevor Lawrence is going to be going number one. Urban Myers, he's got he's, he's, he's going to put a stamp on that team. Um, number two, then, the Jets. Are they picking? They're, they're obvious, to me, they're obviously picking a quarterback, but who is it going to be? It's definitely who, a quarterback. They just traded Darnold. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But who's it gonna be? That's the thing. Is it is it Mac Jones? Is it Justin Fields? Is it any of those guys? Like 
think it's Matt Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I won't know. I won't disagree with it. I, Mac Jones ends up going two or three, I think. And then you you have this crazy notion mm-hmm. that that Pitts is going to be picked number three for the Niners, Brad. Yep. It's just yeah, it's just what my gut says. I, yeah. I can't get away from it. I just I think Anton. Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan so, doesn't care about his quarterbacks. I think he just likes the weapons. If you go up number three in the draft, Anton. Are you looking for a quarterback because you got Jimmy Garoppolo? Or are you going to take number three? Or are you going to take a tight end? Not a tight, not a tight end. The <laughs> tight end, Kyle Pitts, in, in the 49ers <laughs> off team right now, right with what they have, and with you know who's available and who can throw the ball. Do you take a generational talent like Kyle Pitts is supposed to be at three? Because you have him and Kittles, and then you put Debo on the outside, another speed receiver. Then you've got a bunch of just crazy backs and an offensive line. Who stops that offense? Yeah, but how comfortable are you with Garoppolo? Yeah, always, <laughs> he's, always, of, he's always but, hurt. But here's the thing: if Atlanta takes a quarterback at four, you get Matt Ryan. And you know who really loves Matt Ryan is Kyle Shanahan. But Matt yeah, Ryan's like he's on the wrong side of thirty, man. He's on the wrong Tell side. Tell Tom Brady. Tell Tom Brady. If you have weapons, Tom and you, Brady you is a freak. The ball. Come on, man. All you're able to do is fair. throw the ball. If that's your offense, that's not even fair, man. That's not even fair. It's not Tom fair. Brady. I, Tom me, Brady's a whole different. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't see Matt Ryan going over there to San Fran. <laughs> Is the golden yeah. boy? Maybe. <laughs> I think they'll take a tight end. I think they'll take him just because I think they'll roll Garoppolo. Yeah, they invested enough in him. Yeah. Man, Anton, I just think you're just saying that just to go against me. I mean, that's what I think. Uh, it hurts. Uh, maybe a little. Yeah, it hurts, but that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Where do you guys? I mean, you guys are both Buffalo Bill fans. What do you think about uh, what's Buffalo going to do? This is the first year that Buffalo doesn't have to do anything. It's the same yeah. thing with Cleveland. They don't have to draft for a position. Something. What do you think they do for the first time? Man, it's going to be. They could. They could be looking at something on the defense. As far as I'm concerned, right now, you know what I mean. They don't need anything on the. They offense, don't really need so. anything. Yeah, this is the first time that they can draft the best player available and not. The best player at a position available. Yeah, yeah. huge, right? It's it's gigantic. It, it can make a whole difference on your football squad now because it's like now we could think strategically as far as whoever yeah, is they, there. They, yeah, yeah. The catch the trap is that you can't miss. Mm-hmm. You can't miss with these picks when you're in that position yeah. because that's how you get backwards. It's a rarity you've got though, talent, for- right? But you've got to be able to build a roster, and if you can't build a roster, then you're yeah. back to square one. But it's a, it's a complete rarity that Buffalo is in this position. When you think about some of the stuff that Buffalo has done in the past, I love the Emmanuel Sanders pickup though. Yeah, it's great. Yes, yes. Damn Diggs, man. Oh, Cole Beasley. Cole, I know that's like a that's like a three hit prong. Sean, yeah. Sean tried telling me last year that Sean, that Cole Beasley was the best slot receiver in the NFL. I I thought so at the time last hey. season. Last season, to, I thought so. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, at the time, I think crazy. so. Last that season, I'm not saying of all year. time. Last season, last I year, think though, he was. maybe top last five. year. Yeah. He's top five. He's not the best. Oh my gosh. Maybe last year. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Thank you, Anton. <laughs> listen, listen. Seattle, Seattle. Right now, I think that it's going to be an interesting season for Seattle coming yeah. out of all this. I mean, Russell Wilson. I don't think I is very well liked. They they can't trade Russell. I think they're stuck with Russell. No, just for this year. Yeah, they're stuck year. with him. And he's not going anywhere. No, no. They'll bring that coordinator in, let him open it up, see what the deal is. 
Russ got his guys. That way you can't yeah. scapegoat yeah. out. And then, hey, fellas, I got to take off. I got kids hey, knocking Anton, on the door. thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate uh, you. Take it easy, okay? And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Absolutely, it was it was a blast for sure. Awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> take See it you. easy. Yeah. Man, he was a good guest. Yeah, it was good talking to him. Yeah. Always good talking to him. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll just say uh, one last thing uh, about Russell Wilson. I think that the 21 years, you're right, it's going to be uh, the craziest season yet. They'll let that coordinator go nuts with his system, see how it goes, and then they'll see how it plays out. You yeah. Know? Uh, you know, it feels a lot like Russell Wilson showing back up now for in the media and stuff. Is, uh, I remember who said it this week. Somebody said this week, and they played it off as when uh, – uh, George quit on Seinfeld and just showed it back up on Monday like he never quit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, that was the best. As long as as long as he wins, you know, as long as they win, uh, willing or winning heals all things, right? At least in the that's moment. it. So that's it. You know, you're absolutely yeah, correct. That's the thing, man. Okay, well, folks, that uh, that wraps us up. I, uh, I, wait, wait, wait. I got a Whoa. one-on-one question for you. I got oh, a one-on-one you. question for you before you just uh, wrap everything up here into a nice little bow. Uh, got a nice one-on-one question for you. All right. Get a nice bevy into me before I ask this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was interesting to me that you didn't know that hockey players chirped at each other when they wanted to go fight. What was the most memorable hockey fight, though, you've ever seen? And it doesn't matter if it's NHL, minor league, whatever. Uh, I remember a, uh, an Everett a Silver Tips game when they're playing Spokane, and those folks hate each other. And WHL, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Keep those going. Those two dudes got into it, and they were both in the penalty box, and one was th- – throwing shit over the top of the penny box of the other one. And they got back out and they fought again. And the whole crowd was, uh, you know, into it. And then <laughs> this is why it's my favorite part. Cause it's Everett and Everett's a great city is when a guy comes back on out of the box from Spokane, the announcer goes, uh, Spokane back to full strength. And the whole crowd goes, and they still suck. <laughs> Man, for me, it's always going to be, Wendell Clark against Marty McSorley in those 93 playoffs. That first punch that Wendell put on the Marty and you just saw the blood squirt out of his eye. And it was just like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I feel a little bit like I saw too much behind the curtain today to understand that they like set those fights up. I wanted to be more of a, in the moment. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, you feel you feel like when you found out wrestling is fake for the first time. Is that- yeah, it's, I, I mean the, the comparisons between the NHL and WWE are strong. I'll just say that they're not fake fights. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, they're not fake fights in WWE either. Oh come on, no. you can't believe this. You think that Hogan slammed Andre? You, <laughs> I think that they really hit the ground, and I think that they really <laughs> contact sometimes. <laughs> They do. They do. That's what I think. Very right. Very, very, very correct. You have a question for me before we go? All for entertainment. Uh, Well, WWE. (laughs) It's in the name. (laughs) Now. Now. They had to change it, I think. They got to get sued again. 
That's exactly it. WF was like, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> you know, when we put our application in, we hit one one letter too far. We meant to say E instead of F. <laughs> well, they used to be the worldwide wrestling federation, right? So it was just like those it's three W's. Yeah. They had to drop one W and then all of a sudden get sued. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, what I want to know from you is... Who is the greatest superhero uh, of all time? Uh, the greatest superhero of all time. <sighs> Man. When I was a kid, I would have told you that it was Spider-Man. But as I get older, I realize that it's it's Superman and Batman. Mm. Mostly Superman. I mean... Batman, though, see what, Batman. Deadpool. Does Deadpool register with you? No, no. So you, only, you only acknowledge three superheroes. Yeah, like and one of them is Marvel. This is two. This DC. But the thing is that I Batman. Don't care about, I don't care about genre yeah. or whatever those franchise. I don't care about that. I'm Batman's just in general. Batman's the most baddest out of all of them. Just think about it. He's a he's, he's a, just a rich being. white guy. That's all. That's, he's a human being. Excelled his body. He knows every single Justice League member's weakness. <laughs> so if he ever has to, it, yeah. If he ever has to do something, he had exit plans for every single one of them. If they ever turned, I mean, Batman was Batman was a real deal, man. And yeah, Batman, he had money. Batman's more of a villain than he is a superhero. <laughs> He's kind of yeah. <laughs> There's something dark about a guy that lives with bats. <laughs> yeah. He's a villain. Bad. He's a villain. <laughs> you're right when you're a child. Spider Man's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, Spider Man was because I I ended up reading that one comic there where it was a crossover between him and Superman, and he was like you know science geek, so he put kryptonite because kryptonite was just readily available into his web slinger. Yeah. <laughs> you're I'm thinking it's a world that blew up so many planets away. Well, we got kryptonite everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's running rampant. Yeah. Well, I just it went through the universe and landed on Earth, so there's just little mines of everywhere. <laughs> Superman never registered with me because it feels like he's cheating all the time. The they thing that I like about, like what you I liked I mean? about like, some of the, yeah, he did, he did. But I mean, when you look at it, he didn't start off that way, and then he just became more and more. Yeah. And Superman is a representative. Like he's a representation of Moses originally, right? When, when yeah. they when they when they wrote him, um, you know, same sort of storyline being sent out, mm. you know, but then it became more more godlike, but, more yeah, godlike. yeah, more godlike, yeah. But Superman was just—he was just—you knew that he had that power. To like, if you wanted to, he want he could he could just destroy yeah. Earth. But uh, it's funny whether they, they took some man. I'm getting so nerdy out on you right now. I'm nerding out on you because like, <laughs> like when they when they went through some of those storylines when Lois Lane died and he just snaps right. Spoiler Superman. alert: Lois Lane dies. Everyone, Jesus. <laughs> it was an alternate universe, alternate universe. But uh, he snaps and he ends up. Going against the Justice League, right? It, it, it was a wow. Have you watched uh, Into the Spider Verse? 
Yes, I did. Yes. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, kids, with that, we are out. That's the move. That's the move. I want to shout out uh, Flyers real quick. They got a new beer launched out. So go see them. Check it out. X Session uh, IPA. Excellent. Available. Not like they're competitors. They're in the move. So shout out our boys at Flyers. Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to two breweries here since uh, I enjoyed both their beers in this uh, episode. So Garrison, thank you. The Deja Mu, perfect. Looks fantastic. And Temptation Red by Boxing Rock. Thank you so Mm. much as well. Excellent beers. Um, Man, I'm I'm blessed in the area that I'm at. Same with you. I mean, really, I'm just... I'm amazed that these guys are able to make this quality beer during this pandemic, getting it out there. I'm very happy. Thank you so much. It's been great. Flyers, thank you so much for sponsoring us. And uh, I hope that people are coming out there. And, and Brad, are you going there? Are you going there today? Yeah. Going to sponsors. Going to going to Flyers to get some oh, get some brewski. Yeah. And cook out later. Drink some Flyers beer. That's how it rolls out. Go. Today. That sounds sunny that day. Sounds sunny day here. Hope it's a sunny day for you, everyone. Be good, be good at it, or in some cases, be both, right? There you go. Right O. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.